0: Guy, my my entire life is a string of spilt milk and aggravation. Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out, America's Podcast. We should call it Spazzing Out. We should just call a podcast Spilt Milk. But this is America's Podcast. This is your podcast. I do the podcast for you guys, for now anyways, until I stop making money. Then I'm doing it for me. But for now... The podcast is done for you. It's America's podcast because I feel like what happens in my life happens in your life. And the topics that I care about are the things you guys care about. But lately, I feel like... Do you guys remember that uh commercial we're from the 80s when we were kids? It's like, ooh, one lie leads to another. Two lies, oh brother. 5,000 lies, whatever the song was. I feel like my life is like that, but it's with spilt milk. One problem leads to another. Uh, the, the, and, and it all culminates with today's aggravation. So, and it all starts with with COVID. So my sticker for my truck, my pickup truck, was up in April. April was when it was up. But I have a crack windshield. So in April, I tried to get the windshield replaced. But at the time, the places weren't open. They weren't doing windshields. It was height. It was the height of COVID in Massachusetts. So, oh, hold on, blah, 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 blah. we're not doing windshields. At least I couldn't get my windshield done off a few places. So I just put it off. I was like, eh, forget it. No big deal. They also pushed off inspection stickers. So I tried getting it done. I moved on from it and I let it go. Months later, I still haven't done it. I still have a cracked window, cracked windshield, and I still don't have an inspection sticker. And it hasn't been a problem. But it just recently became a problem in the past two weeks because I got a ticket with my car parked on the street from uh it was actually i got one ticket first i got a ticket and it was on labor day weekend honestly bro of all weekends to give somebody a ticket for parking in the street labor day weekend you're a douchebag but whatever you're doing your job fine I'm not going to complain about it i'm not going to complain about the fact that there are five other cars on my street that don't have stickers how do i know this cuz i walked the street to see if there were other cars cuz i felt like i was targeted i let it go no big deal whatever. I got to, I got to get, I have to get a windshield. <clears throat> I still don't get the windshield because what, what happens is, is, listen, I'm not blaming anybody but myself. I should have got it done. I'm just trying to explain the, the events of how spilt milk goes to spilt milk, to spilt milk, to a crescendo at my house today. And and it all started back in April. So windshield gets cracked. I don't get, I can't get it done because of COVID. I don't get a sticker. I never take care of it. It comes to me getting a ticket. So now I get one ticket. I'm like, whatever. I got one ticket. I'm not going to get another. The very next day I get another ticket. Now I'm like, all right, I'm being targeted because I am not the only person that pops on this street without it, without it, with, with an expired inspection sticker. And I know there are five other people and a car that's unregistered that's on my street. None of them got tickets, not a one. Not one. How do I know? I saw the guy writing the ticket. I ran outside. No big deal. No confrontation. He's doing his job. It's my job to get the sticker. I'm not bitching about that. This is what happens. Now, we do have an area on my house, out in front of my house where I can park my car and Kaylee can park her car, but it's more convenient the way it's set up for Kaylee just to park the long way in front of the house. So I allow her to do that. We've always done that. It hasn't been a problem. Now it's a problem. I need to park in my parking spot. She can't park the long way. No biggie, right? We've been doing it tandem. Today, we don't do it tandem. Today, I'm I'm aggravated. Work has got me all fired up. I get home after a long day of work. Kaylee has parked the long way. I'm pissed. I'm like, I, and I call her. So I'm, I'm pissed. I'm like, why why, why would you fucking park this way? You know I have to park the car. So I call and 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 I call. Sitting out in front of the house. She picks up. You know, she's on the Peloton. I'm on the Peloton. I get it. You're in the middle of a workout, fine. But I'm heated because you shouldn't have parked that way. I would never do that. Whatever. I get upset about it. And this is where it becomes a complete ag- ag- aggravate... Wait, wait, wait! Even, I missed the whole fucking story about the fact that I, it took me almost two hours to get home because every single street, every street... On the way home, is got a detour. So it's a time suck of about two hours, which is why we're doing the podcast now. And I still have to go out. I'm going to get to the reason why I have to go out. So now there's a time suck on, on of two hours to get home. I get home, which by the... Now, if I go home an hour earlier, Kaylee picks up the phone. She moves her car. I don't. I get home an hour later. Kaylee's on the Peloton. She can't move her car. I'm aggravated about it. My car's blocking the street. I go into the house pissed off, and I grab the screen door handle. <laughs> I break it, so now the screen door's broken, and I can't get in the fucking house, because I broke it, you can't twist it, and now I'm rattling the door, because I'm pissed, my daughter's gonna try to figure it out to, to, to open it up, she opens it up, I huff and puff, I go in, I grab the keys, I take the keys, I put the keys, I move my wife's car, I leave my phone in the car, she fucking takes the keys, leaves, goes up to the beach for like an hour, my phone is stuck in her car for about an hour, I can't get to my phone, I can't... I, Bro, all, all, all of this was a causum of fucking COVID and the fact that I couldn't do my windshield and then I put it off and I'm aggravated about it. And now I have to go to Home Depot tonight to get a new handle for the, for the, for the screen door thing to fix it because we can't get in and out of the house if the thing shuts. And my wife is not one of those where it's like, I could put it off. I have to do it tonight. If I don't do it tonight, I'm... I'm trust me, the penalty for not doing it tonight is far worse than dealing with with the aggravation. So I will go out tonight and I will fix the fucking thing. But it's frustrating how how everything adds up, man. Everything adds up. Uh, It's it's, whoo. Whoo. And all I want to do is I want to go to work. I want to bang out the day. I want to get home, find out how school was, school at home was. But no, something that that happened in a, a rock that hit my windshield back in April, uh, culminated in me being aggravated today to breaking the screen door fucking thing and I have to go out and get it. It's so effing aggravated. And I know you guys know what I'm talking about because this kind of crap happens to your life. All right. <clears throat> we do the podcast five times a week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We do it live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. So if you're, if you're listening to the podcast in your car right now, you can join us live. I do it at nighttime. When I record the podcast, I do it live so that other people can interact with me and we can have conversations so that we can, I can try to, uh, read someone just told me to chill. I can't bro. So that we can, we can try to interact with each other. I do my best to interact if I can, if I can't, I'll go back. I will, I will read the, um, the comments and interact with you guys. It's very important to me. To have a tight relationship with the listeners of my program. And apparently the listeners continue to grow and grow. Do me a favor. Subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening now and you haven't subscribed, do it. Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Pandora. The the list goes on and on. Soon to be iHeartRadio. Soon to be Radio.com. Soon to be on Amazon Music. Go to AnthonyPaziali.com. I'd like to give a quick plug for the Greg Hill Foundation, this weekend, at, uh, I'm going to say, I always say it wrong, but I just, it is what it is, Calhoun's has an outdoor theater. Or they have the outdoor drive-in thing. They're going to show the Patriots game to, uh, on on Sunday. And if you go to the greghillfoundation.org, you can buy a ticket. It's for the foundation. So you can go watch the Pats game and help raise money for a good cause. Go to the greghillfoundation.org. You can buy a ticket. You can watch the Pats game. They'll be It's outside. So you're going to tailgate outside and watch the Pats game and raise money for the Greg Hill Foundation and Saugus Wings. What What is better than Saugus Wings football? And helping to raise money for a good cause, the Greg Hill Foundation helps out a ton of people. Lots of people have raised over $4 million over the years. As a matter of fact, just recently, when it comes to helping out restaurants, they, with the help of Grubhub, they've raised a couple of million dollars to give money to local restaurants so that they can support people in this tough time. Greg Hill, it's thegreghillfoundation.org. You have to reserve a ticket. So if you're hearing this it, on Friday, they might already be sold out, but it's going to happen for the Seattle game. So Patriots, uh, versus uh, uh, uh blah, blah, blah. Seahawks, Pats, Seahawks, Caloons, Saugus wings are the best. Good wings. Good fuck football. Oh, wings. Good. Yeah. I, yes. I understand a lot of people that listen to my program won't be watching football, but I think uh, that the NFL is going to be changing their tune a- as to, uh, not, na- a- a- as to honoring the flag. Because if they don't, then they're going to be out of business. But anyways, for a good cause, if, if you're still into football and you like Chinese food and you like Saga wings, go to the GregHillFoundation.org. Okay. Couple of things that I want, I want to get into some, some stuff that I absolutely love. I need to talk about the new Trump. President Trump has signed a new executive order on something that I love. It's it's one of my top three things in the entire world that I like to do. And I thank you for the love of God. Thank you. And I hope it's something that stands uh, long after he's not president and it continues to stand. It's, it's very important and it's near and dear to me. I love it. The future. And you guys know I think this. The future is cyborgs. I, there's a new poll regarding the the, the cyborgs. I want to talk about that. It's it's huge. I want to talk about the Ohio high school that that suspended two kids on for they they had a football game on 9/11 and they decided that they were gonna you know the the American flag was accepted but they decided they were they were also gonna run out with the 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 back to blue flag you know that has the the black in the in the blue stripe and then and then the, the ones for the firefighters and these two kids got suspended for doing it we have to cover that but before we get to any of that crap we have to talk I we have to have to have to talk about cyborgs I it's it's, it's huge to me I am one of those people that believes that AI and cyborg technology is going to keep us alive forever. It is going to keep us living for the longest time. Wait, who banned pizza toppings, bro? I banned pizza toppings. You can only have cheese pizza on this show. So ty- t- cyborgs are the future. I, listen, t- according to this new study, two-thirds of all people, this is a world study, two-thirds of all people support, that the, we, we support the human body being augmented by technology. And we already do it. I have glasses. I'm pretty sure that when glasses were first invented, before glasses were invented, there were a bunch of idiots that couldn't see. And when someone was creating the technology of putting spectacles on someone so that they could see better, there were people that were against. It. They were like, "Oh, the glasses are the devil. You can't wear that kind." At at some point, before glasses were acceptable, someone was someone bitched about it and said, oh my God, I, you can't wear glasses. Those What are those things? Those are made by the devil. Now glasses are accepted. It's technology. I wear technology on my face. Sure, it's rudimentary. To, is that the term? Sure, it's old school technology. But when glasses were first invented, people were like, damn, the wheel. Before the wheel was invented, people, people, I don't know how, maybe they had an ox pull the shit, or maybe they used a square, or I don't know, or they just carried it, I have no clue, and then someone invented the wheel, and there was a guy who was like, oh, oh, the wheel, you can't have a wheel, what is that, that's, that, that must have been dropped here by the devil, again, we're going with the devil, because that's how they used to think back then, and then, that, well, boom, we can't live without the fucking wheel, it's technology, or anything, you name it, it's technology, at some point, before there was fire, people used to freeze their balls off, and then the technology of fire was created, and there was someone going, I'd rather freeze than, than have fire, and while everybody was all huddled over by the fire, they were like, oh man, this feels great, it's warm over here, we're going to cook some meat, yeah, we're excited, and then you got some idiot over here like, oh, no way, I don't accept technology, fuck fire. Whatever. Now we can't live without it, heat, it's, 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 we love it, we need it. Same thing. I'm sure uh, before books were written, before books, right? Someone wrote a book, wrote that shit down on, on on paper, and there were people going, books, words on paper? No, we only read pictures written on walls. We are, Oh, absolutely not. My kids will never read books. All right, my kid spends too much time reading books. I want my kid reading pictures on walls. Do you get where I'm going with this? Do you understand that that technology... There's always, there's always new technology and old people bitch about it. They're like, ah, how, how, uh, uh, what, for example, when the radio came out and kids, old people be like the radio, how do they speak over the radio? This isn't, this is unacceptable. My kids only read books. I want my kid reading more books. Get get me another copy of the great Gatsby, forget about radio. And then everybody started listening to the radio and then TV came out. So TV, they're people in your house, on TV, my God, absolutely not in my house, we only listen to the radio, and then, forget it, now everybody watches TV, and then phones came out, and uh, people, you know, like, then, I don't know what the next big thing was, we'll say the internet, and then the internet was created, and only like 200 people in the 80s had the internet, people like, the internet, how, we can't have the internet, we watch television, not cable, we can't have cable, you get what I'm saying, at every fucking point, and, and when technology is created, the masses are asses. They're like, oh, oh, oh. They're idiots, complete idiots. To, to ignore technology and to not step up to technology, you're, you're a fucking boob. Plain and simple. It's, it's like when the car was created and people are like, oh, we're going to ride horses. We, we're going to stay on. You ain't going to stay on fucking horses. You're going to get in the car. So. Technology is getting better. They're getting to that point to where if you get your arm cut off, you can have a new arm. Now, you're trying to tell me if you had your arm cut off, you wouldn't go for a fucking cyborg arm? Of course you would. You're trying to tell me if you had no legs, no legs, and they had technology that they could strap on legs, and I'm talking real legs, I'm not talking fake ass fucking legs that you pop on and pop off, you know, and you you make a joke at it, and you fucking throw it at your girlfriend or something stupid like a prosthetic, I'm talking real legs where they connect, and you can feel pain, real legs where you can feel shit, it's the future, it's gonna happen, and I support it, if I get my arm blown off, I wanna be just like Anakin Skywalker, I want a brand new arm. And you people can bitch. You can be like, oh, my, it's the devil's work. He has a brand new arm. I'm like, yeah, that's right, bro. And this shit's mad strong. Look what I can lift. <laughs> I understand that with all technology, people are scared. It's like with the iPhone. Or it's like even with the flip phone. Before the phone, man. My dad, my dad, he, he, the guy was, he, he, he died and I think he died in 2012 and he had a flip phone. No, this is this dude had a fucking pager. He had a he died in 2012 and he had a pager. He had a pager on him. He had a fucking pager and it was in his pocket. I'll never forget it. Right? I don't know if I've told you guys this story. My dad's on the slab. He's dead. My my, my father's dead. And all you hear is I'm like, what the fuck is that? The his page is going off 2012 the guy's getting the the, the what, what was it the what's the 411 143 he's getting more well, 143 fucking in 2012 he's got the page and it's vibrating i'm like what the fuck finally I, I take it out of the, I mean, listen, dude, he's he's on the slab, he's been dead for about a half hour, we're all in there, upset, mourning the guy, I already rifled for one of his pockets for 600 bucks, Um. so, so now we're here in the vibrating thing, I take the thing out, I'm like, what the fuck is this, it's a vibrator, it's not a vibrator, it's a fucking, fucking guy, he didn't have a fucking, <laughs> he didn't have a vibrator, dude. <laughs> that'd be mad funny imagine imagine if you fucking you fucking old man's dead and you find a silver bullet in his pocket (laughs) dude he didn't have a vibrator he had a (laughs) pager that should be mad funny bro all right so anyways the thing's the thing's vibrating and I forget. I, I I got pissed, so I finally I, I find it. I pull it out of the guy's pocket, and I look, and there's a phone number on it. And I call it like immediately. I call the number. I pick up my, I I, I God forbid, I had an iPhone because you know it's the devil's work. You can't have a. You people can call you with the pitches. Holy crap! So <laughs> I can't stop laughing about the vibrator. So I I I boom. I pick up the pager. I call. Somebody picks up. Right. And and literally they go. I don't know who, it was my dad's work, right? So my father, I guess he had a pager for work to be on call. So the lady picks up, she goes, yep, self-health, self self-heal, the fucking vibrator. Self-health, self, wherever he used to work. He worked at a rehabilitation center. The lady picks up, says, thank you for calling the rehabilitation center. This is what I said to her, legit, bro, legit. I She goes, thank you for calling me, baba, this is so-and-so. I go, stop calling my dad, he's fucking dead. Click, I hung up the phone. Chick was horrified. Lady was horrified. My uh, my brother Mike's wife is a doctor. She works there, and she was like, she was like, yeah, they found Stan Pasquali dead with the vibrator in his pocket. <laughs> fucking idiot! Oh man! <laughs> fucking kitty found the fucking <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Someone said it was Liz when it wasn't my mom. Alright. Anyways, the point is that even with vibrators, okay? It, the, the point is back in the day women would use a fucking carrot or a stick, and now they they use the rabbit because technology is better. That's the whole entire point that I'm trying to get at. People are so scared of technology, but technology helps you out. Do you want to be by the river? You, still with that with that thing doing your laundry scraping. What do you want to use a washing machine? When you got your fire, you got your fire going. You want to be with the thing? You squish it and, and it blows the fire. No, we love technology, and now they're creating great technology for humans, and it's fantastic. I, I, you know me. I long for the day so that they can upload my brain. I want my my brain to be uploaded. Into a hard drive. And I want to live forever. I don't think I'll be around for that. But just think about the guys who. Yeah, I, I really need you to think about. <clears throat> who it's really going to help. It, it's going to help people who have had unfortunate accidents. Or people who are supporting us. So let's say our soldiers. they go, They go to war and they lose a leg. If we could give them a leg. If we could create a technology. A cyborg technology that they could actually walk. And live a normal life again. Wouldn't we all want that for them? Of course we would. And they'd want it. All of us would want it. Every single one of us. If we had something cut off of us, what, like, for example, my, I, you know what? My best friend's dad, the bull of the woods, the guy got half his foot cut off because he has diabetes. Now let's just say they had the technology to give him a brand new leg. They could cut him off at the knee and they could give him a brand new fucking leg, a cyborg leg that would be better than the old leg. Ten times better. It's like people with the fake hips. They, their, their new titanium hip is phenomenal. So two-thirds, it's a great study, people are starting to come around, two-thirds of the people in the world are in favor of augmenting the human body with cyborg technology, I'm in favor of it. To, 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 to be honest with you, <clears throat> I'm not, like for example, I, I never got LASIK eye surgery. When LASIK came out, or when it was big, when I worked on the radio, it, it got offered to me, and I went for free, because I was going to do an endorsement for the company, and the doctor was pretty cool with me. He's like, hey, look. He's like, basically, he was like, your eyes are really fucked up. We don't feel comfortable. That you need to, you should probably wait 20 years till the technology gets better. I like my glasses. I'll probably never go to try to get it done again. But let's just say I get poked in the eye and my eyeball gets fucked up. And they could put a brand new site like a Google eye. Dude, if they could put a Google eye in me and I could just like shut my eye and I could and instead of going on my iPad, I could do a Google search. You could sit you could sit there and you could be like, hey. Anthony, hook up Cobra Kai, go, shut my eye, and I go, fucking, boom, what do you need to know about Cobra Kai, I fucking know it all, get what I'm saying, so I just wanted to get that out of the way, on this program, I support AI, I support cyborg technology, I wish I was smart enough to be involved in that stuff, my man Elon Musk, Elon, 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 whatever, Musk, is, is big into it, uh, we'll probably all be long gone and dead before that technology is able to help us, but someday it will. <clears throat> Since I was talking about Musk and uh, he, the, the billionaires, I just need to mention this real quick and we'll move on from it because it's aggra- it aggravates the hell out of me. For the past six months, well not six, I would say for the past three months, I continuously see articles by liberal magazines... Articles by liberal polls, articles by liberal websites about how upset they are that the billionaires in the United States have gained massive wealth during the pandemic. To be in fact, the collective billionaires have made $845 billion in the past six months. Some have made more, but all of them have made money. Something like 630 something billionaires have made a shit ton of money in the pandemic. And the liberal rags are ripping on them. The liberal rags are trying to set it up for some kind of massive wealth tax where you'll be, if you become successful, you'll be taxed on your net worth. As well as the normal taxes that you get. So, for example, you let's, the the best way to put it is you have a house and you always get taxed on the value of your house every single year. So they come out, they assess it once, they don't do it every year, but once in a while, they'll come out and they'll reassess your house and you're always getting taxed on the value of your house. Well, they want to have a wealth tax that tax billionaires on how much wealth they have. They want to, they want to tax them on top of a tax. Anyways. I'm sick of these stories and I'm sick of the bitching and I, I'm gonna wrap it up real nice and sweet for you guys. You all had the same chance and the same opportunity to be a billionaire. You still do. You still can be. There were many people that didn't become rich until after they were 40. There were many people that didn't start doing shit till after they were 40. It's it's a lot of people have their most greatest successes after 40. Some people get it done before 40. Pat Mahomes, he's got $500 million. He will be a billionaire someday. He owns part of a, of a baseball team. It will get great equity. Michael Jordan, he is now a billionaire because he owns a, a, a basketball team that's evaluated at over a billion dollars. Dr. Dre became a billionaire because of Beats. Also did it after he was 40. Now I get there was a good buildup to get to that, but anybody could do it. And there are some guys that have more wealth than others, like Warren Buffett or like Musk, Elon Musk. I, can't, I don't know if I say his name right like that, but Buffett, Musk, um, Bill Gates, the, the list goes on and on. Jeff Bezos, these guys, but they all worked. They worked their ass off to get where they went. And I'm sick of hearing people bitch about it. This is what they did. They spent their entire lifetime working their balls off so that they could be in position to make massive wealth to, when something like this happened. That's good for them. We should be patting them on their back. We should be using these guys as an example, as a study. There should be classes on these dudes. There should be books written, and I'm sure there are, on how these guys became successful and how you can do it. And they should teach it in schools. You shouldn't be hated on if you're a billionaire. You should be set up on a pedestal as as like Tom Brady is for being a Super Bowl champ or Michael Jordan for being an NBA champ or Mike Tyson back in the day when he was a champion. Anybody that we look at and say, wow, they're great. We need to do that with these billionaires. We need to show our kids, like when our kids are like, Oh, Tom Brady's the fucking balls, or my kid would say ninja because he likes video games. I'm like, fuck ninja, fuck Tom Brady. You want to be Warren Buffett? You want to be Elon Musk? You want to be Bill Gates? Put that guy on your fucking wall. That's what you want. That's what you that's what you should aspire to do. And in this country, I'm sick and tired of people ripping on people who want to be successful and people that are successful. Stop trying to rip away success from people, reward people for success. This is their reward. They position themselves to make billions of dollars. You could have did it. You could have did it. And you didn't stop complaining about it. And I don't want to hear how much money is enough. It's never. No money. There's there's not enough. I want it all. I want to be a billionaire. And that's what we do in the United States of America. In this great country, we give people the opportunity to be whoever you are, whoever you want to be, and whoever the fuck you don't want to be. That's what we do here. Everybody's got the same opportunity, and I don't want to hear that you don't. If you if you say you don't, you just, it's excuses. And I'm sick of excuses for people. You can do fucking anything you want to do. You just got to pay the price. you got to put the time in. You're going to put the hard work. And if you don't want to, shut up. Shut the hell up. You honestly, they need to honor people like this. People that are billionaires, you need to look at them and you need to find out what the fuck they did. Go find out what the Hugh Hefner's of the world did to become rich. Go find out what Ernie Buck father, Ernie Bach Jr. here in Massachusetts, what his dad did to become rich and how Ernie worked hard to maintain the wealth. Don't hate on these people. At some point, I guarantee you, at some point, somebody in that family was poor. All these rich families whether it's new money or old money, someone was poor. Someone milked the fucking cows. Someone cut the throat of the goats. Someone was mowing the lawn. Someone was digging ditches. Someone sure as shit was a bitch. Someone. And at some point in the family, someone decided no more. I'm not going to be a bitch. I'm not going to mow lawns. I'm I am going to create something. I am going to build something here in America. You can do it. I'm going to get after it. I'm going to change the trajectory of my family so that my kids and their kids' kids will be looked upon the way we look upon billionaires. That is my goal. I want people to at some point to look back and be like, fuck it. Pazziali's a scumbags. They got so much money. Fuck them. Let's, let's, let's take them down. I want that. I want to be a Hilton. Fucking right. I want to be a Kennedy. I want to be a Bush. I want to be fucking a, a, a Warren Buffett's kid. I want to be the Walmart guy's kid. They're all gone. But one of their kids. I got to be the one to work for it. Anyone can do it. So enough. 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 When you want to rip on people that have great success. when you Yeah, listen, dude. I, and Someone just said he wants to be R. Kelly Rich. Me too. Fuck it. When you got that kind of cash and you can piss on people. Totally cool. Look, it's like this. If you want to be rich, you got to work your ass off. You got to set yourself up and you got to get it done. No more bitching. No more bitching. No no more complaining about the haves and the have-nots. You could be the haves. You just got to work hard enough. Fuck the have-nots. Fuck the excuses of, oh, I don't get this, I don't get that. Go get it. Go get it. I'm getting it right here. Boom. I'm banging out the podcast and I'm, 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 I'll trust me. I'm the have nots. I'm the nothings. I'm the net. Na- I'm a reverse millionaire, bro. You know what that is? I got massive debt, massive, but I'm going to come out of it. And hopefully on the other side, thanks. Maybe this podcast is gonna be huge. Can I have Joe Rogan money? And you guys are going to be looking at me and be like, oh, Anthony Pazigalli has too much money. And that's right. I'm going to be, I'm be like, I'm rich, bitch. Woo. Stop hating on the billionaires. They worked hard to put themselves in a position to make a lot of money. And when you hurt, when you hate on them, you're basically squashing anybody else's dreams to become successful. Why would you want to become successful if it's not accepted? Why would you want to become successful if you get penalized? Why would you want to work hard for no reason? In this country, hard work gets paid off, not penalized. So when the billionaires make more money, you should, you should look at that and say, I would like to be that guy, and I'm going to work my ass off to be this guy. And then when you say you can't be that guy, well, then you're just making excuses. Then you need to look in the mirror and say, am I being a bitch? And then, or, or what you need to do is you need to call me, and I'll just tell you you're being a bitch. I'll say, yeah, you're being a bitch. When you tell me you can't do it, you're being a fucking bitch. When you say it can't be done, I say, you're a bitch. Or when you say it can't be done, I say, no, 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 no. You, what, tell me the truth. You won't do it. You don't want to do it. It's like that. So stop ripping on these people. All right, let's get off of that. I I went on that for too long. Um, All right, President Trump did something fantastic. The the president has uh, signed an executive order to preserve American history. All of us love American history. I I believe the people that, well, the ones that listen to this program, some of you guys might be the old... uh, let me, you know, I want history through Native American eyes, or I I want history through slave eyes, or I, I want history through you know Chinese eyes. I don't. We won. I want I want history through American eyes, and the, he has signed an executive order. It's called the 1776 Commission, which it will have in schools to promote America in schools to promote more American topics in school and I think it's phenomenal. Revolutionary period is one of my favorite. It is one of my favorite things to do. I love to here. Well we'll go the easy way. Obviously, I love to watch programs about the Revolutionary War. I love when History Channel has things on George Washington. He is my favorite American of all time. I'm I'm obsessed with George Washington. I've read I've read many books by him. Some of my favorite my favorite author on George Washington is Joseph Ellis. He's he is my favorite historian. I love that shit. I'm not going to drag this out cuz I know it's fucking boring, but I love the revolutionary war. I love hearing about the spirit of 1776. I love hearing about guys that stepped up and wanted to have a better life for their family to create the American dream so that we weren't ruled by tyrants. We created the first La- long-lasting republic that is still around and is still tied into life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I love looking back at that time. I love reading up on Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin. And I love reading shit about John Adams and the things they do. And, um, um you know, Madison and Monroe and, and fucking Hamilton, all these guys. And I love reading the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, all that stuff. Yes, I know that the Bill of Rights is part of the Constitution. It's, you know, first 10 amendments. I love that stuff, and I don't want it taken out of schools. I want it glorified in schools. I want it taught to our kids and to our kids' kids so that they can understand what happened back in 1776 and from there on as to how we became a great country. I want them to learn what happened between the end of the war and before Washington became president. How the Articles of Confederation and the 13 colonies weren't a whole country yet. And how they got to be a whole country. And how Washington got, caught, got called back. And how Washington walked away from power. And the man could have been king. It is one of the greatest periods in the history of all history. The revolutionary period. And I, I'm, 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 I love that we're going to keep it also. We'll get to stuff like the Civil War honor that kind of stuff. A guy like Abraham Lincoln, it needs to be talked about forever for what he did and how he saved the union and Ulysses S. Grant, how he fought and saved the union and then get up to FDR and then even, you know, and on, and all of it, all the good and the bad need to be taught to kids. We need to hear the bad so that we can learn not to make the same mistakes, but teach the kids the good. I love this country. I love America. Our president loves this country and we're going to keep We're going to keep teaching kids uh, 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 America, America, America. Now, the next thing that I think that they should teach in school that they don't is they don't have civics class anymore and they need to have civics class. Kids need to understand how government works and it's not there anymore. That's it's a shame that it's not. I, there's no doubt that it was taken out because they don't want people to know how government works. They'd rather you just be a bunch of sheep and do exactly what they say and they don't want they want you to understand how a republic works and how the will of the people is is ba- that I mean that's it. Fucking republic is the will of the people. We vote for people to represent us and we vote those assholes out if they don't represent us the right way. There, yeah, that's it. That, that's a republic in a hole. We vote assholes in, and we vote assholes out. Republic. USA. God bless. Thank you to the president, though, for putting that in there. I just, I had to talk about that. Uh, let's get to, uh, to. Uh, we'll do the last topic here is, um In Ohio, uh, a high school in Ohio, I think it's like Little Miami High School. Um, they had a football game. On 9/11, out there they call it uh, it's Patriot's Day. I think Patriot's Day for us. I don't know if that's national, but I think we have a Patriot's Day here in Boston that's uh, tied in with the marathon. Um, my daughter just walked down here, so she might interrupt us. So, at any rate, it's been school tradition that when they run out, so they, they you know how high schools like that the kids like to run out like they think they're like in the NFL, so they do the same thing in high school. Um, Now, these kids usually run out and they have an American flag. So they allow them to come out with the American flag. Fantastic. I love it. The two kids on the team, one kid, his father is a cop. One kid on the team, his father is a firefighter. And on 9-11, they wanted to honor the, the first responders because of what they did for us. Remember, I know everybody forgets. But the police officers and the firefighters ran towards the trade towers and didn't run away from the trade towers. They tried to protect us, not hurt us. I know a lot of people in this country forget that. And a lot of people hate on police officers right now, which is ridiculous. So these two kids thought it would be a good idea to also come running out with the American flag. And one of each of them would hold a flag representing their dad. One would run with that, you know, the the American flag with the blue through it, one would run with the American flag that just has black blue, black with blue, um, all black with the red stripe for the firefighters. They go and ask the school committee or whoever, and the school says, no, no, we're not going to do it, we're not, no, sorry, we, we, you can't do it, they only tell them, that, but they let them go with the American flag, which is great. So the kids took a stand, and they ran out, they ran out with the flags to represent their dads and to honor people, mind you, it's 9-11, they're doing it on 9-11 to honor the first responders, and the a-holes... The a-holes in the, at the administration of the school couldn't make an exception for the one day. That's the first problem. The first problem is they could have said to the kids, hey, you know what? On this day, on the very day where first responders were loved, remember, remember 9-11? And then the very next day, everybody went out and they bought flags. Dude, you couldn't, fuck masks. Being, you, you know how we couldn't get masks for, for the pandemic? You couldn't buy an American flag the day after 9-11. Everybody went out. We were all Americans. We all, everybody was great. And you would think that the school committee or the school administration or the principal would say, you know what? Absolutely, guys. It's 9-11. You guys want to honor America by running our flag and then behind our flag or however they ran out. You can watch the video on all my uh, social medias. Hey, go ahead. On this one day, I'm going to let you do it. Absolutely. But the administration says no. And the kids are like, fuck that. We're doing it. We love our dads. We love the first responders. They do it. And then they get the, the after the game, they're suspended indefinitely. So now these two kids can't play football for the rest of the season. They're no longer allowed to play football because they wanted to I want to get this straight because they wanted to honor the first responders. Now I get it. Rules are rules. And most of the time, I'm a rules-of-rules rules guy. Most of the time I say, "Hey, if the rule is you can't run that flag, you can't run that flag, and if you do you get suspended." I I like rules and rules are put in place for a good reason. But when your rule is garbage, I think that you should amend your rule. I think that you should have leniency for two kids, one the the, the two of them, who their fathers, every single day, are ready to put their lives on the line for your community. No doubt when the principal calls the fire department for a fire, this kid's dad's coming. No doubt when the principal calls because something uh, nefarious is happening at their house, the father who's the police officer is coming on the very day, just to honor these people, you could have looked the other way. You could have once just said, hey, you know what? Absolutely. We're going to do it. It's okay. You know what, guys? Run that flag. We're, we, we, we're cool with this, but they're not. And now the kids are suspended. Listen, I would have been okay with giving the kids some kind of penalty and saying, hey, look, you know what? We said no. The rules are the rules. You don't get suspended, but you know what? You got to do some UCLA's. You got to pay the penance. I like that the kids knew that they were going to get in trouble and they still stuck by their guns. They still said, you know what? It's worth it more to us to honor our fathers and to honor the first responders and lose our right to play football. I like that and I respect it. They knew the price. They knew the cost of running out there with the flags and they did it anyways. So kudos to them. And I think the administration over at this high school needs to lay off, let these kids play, back off, because I'm telling you, and I please, I, I hate to go in this direction, but if it were a Black Lives Matter flag, I'll bet you I want someone to do it next week there. I want one of the students next week to run a Black Lives Matters flag out out of the sta- like, like out of the locker room into the stadium. I want to see what they do. And you know what they'll do. No big deal. That's what they'll do. They'll be okay with it. Because they can't touch that topic. They can't go there. They can't they're like, oh, we can't touch this one. But when it's first responders, and we've already had a rule in place, you get suspended. I hope next week there's a rally. I hope next week the rest of the football players don't play. I hope they stand in solidarity with their brothers and they don't play. I would like to see the NFL stand in solidarity with these players. I'd like to see them get all riled up and say, you know what? We protest for Black Lives Matter. Well, we're also going to protest in support of our first responders and the guys that put their lives on the line for us. So I'm expecting... Some kind of a protest this weekend from the NFL to in honor of these kids i, I we know it 's not going to happen i 'm just being facetious it's garbage. you know they don 't care. nobody cares about that crap in this country when you 're patriotic, you get hated on in this country, if you like the seventeen seventy six commission and you care about America, you are a garbage and you 're a racist in this country when you support the police officers you 're a bum in this country when you ha- when you want to honor that flag and you want to run it and raise it high, you 're a loser. You get suspended. You don't get to play football. It's not like these kids went out and drank and got hammered and broke the 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 rule of not showing up to practice. Dad. Yes, honey. I'm gonna get a toy for down here. Okay. All right, go ahead, honey. You do what you gotta do. Do we all understand? I don't. I don't. I I I, I just want to be clear that I am a, a strickler. For rules are rules. I would have found a different penance for the guys. I would have supported them if I was their coach. That sure as shit if they came to me, if the kids came to me, and this is, this is what I would have done. The coach said no too, by the way. The coach was like, you guys can't do it. You're going to get in trouble. If it were me and I was their coach, I would have said, guys, you know what? You're right. I know you want to run the flag, but I don't want you guys to get in trouble. I would have did it for them. I would have said, we're a team. I'm your coach. I support you. I am going to be the one. I will hold both flags, and I will run them out there. And if they're going to suspend somebody, they can suspend me so that you guys continue to play football. I would have done that for my kids. If I were a coach, I would have stuck by them, or I'd quit. If I was the football coach and they suspended my two kids for that, I would go right in there, and I would say, you know what? I quit. I'm out. You don't like America? You don't support? Well, you know what? They. Did. I can't say that because they did say that they could run the American flag. You don't want to support the first responders on 9-11, and let this one slide, I'm out. I quit, and then I tell the rest of my team, I say, hey, guys, we don't play here anymore. Okay, I need to take it upstairs. We don't play here anymore. That's what I would do. That's what a coach does. A coach sticks with his team, and I would have stuck with my team on that. First is first, I would have taken the hit for my boys. I would have taken the hit. If they came to me, I would say, guys, you're going to get in trouble but I'll run it for you because I love the first responders and I care about police officers and I care about firemen and I'm not afraid to say it. I think that the majority of people in the United States are good people and they don't want to do bad things and they get put in situations where bad shit happens and I don't want you guys to get in trouble. I'll run the flag for you. I would have took the hit and if I didn't take the hit, then I would have quit afterwards. I would have went in. I would have said to the principal, I would have said, you got to let these guys off the hook for it. The principal would have said no and then I would have said here, is my resignation. Bye. And then I all the rest of the kids on the team, I would have said, let's go. We're out of here. We don't play football here anymore. That's it. That's my final thought on that. All right. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Spazzing Out, America's podcast. What we learned on today's program, and we will continue to learn for years to come, is that the future is cyborgs, and I am 100% in favor of technology augmenting the human body to get some kind of cyborg body parts if you got hurt. So if your arm gets cut off, I'm all for you getting a new arm. And I hope that you can, especially our soldiers and people that they get their arms. But, you know, to imagine the people in the Boston Marathon, the, the, my buddy Mark Fucro, he's got two fucked up legs. Well, he's missing a leg and the other leg's fucked up. If he could get brand new legs and he could walk again, like everybody else, it'd be phenomenal. We also learned that I will not accept people bitching On on America's podcast, we will not bitch at successful people. We will honor and uphold. We will hold them on a higher level. We will look at successful people and we will strive to be like them. When someone is a billionaire, we won't say, oh, we should tax them and take their money. We will say, how did you get there? How can I do it? I want to be a billionaire too, and we will work our asses off to that end. We will try to be successful instead of ripping on and hating successful people will seek for guidance to become successful and after that uh what was the, what was the last we did cyborgs oh and American history you know I'm all for it my favorite topic is is the American Revolution I I, I suggest the author Joseph Ellis he is my, my listen the guy's my favorite author I've read a bazillion books by the guy um, one of my favorite books that he wrote was the founding fathers I suggest you guys check it out all right Thank you for listening to America's Podcast. Good night.